Hello, and welcome to Ethical Seduction, your sex and relationship podcast. We explore topics and skills designed to help you get what you want, both in and out of the bedroom. Today's show is a little bit different than most, but it's a little bit less structured and should be kind of fun. Uh, the last few times we recorded, we ended up with so much material that we decided to kind of take parts of it and save it for later. And so that's what this week's episode is. So we have two different parts that we're going to share with everybody tonight. The first part is our, our Valentine's verbal fist fight that we get in there discussing like, is Valentine's Day cool or not cool? And the conversation devolves from there. Uh, but in the end, we kiss and make up and we're going to answer a listener email. He wants some help with meeting other kinksters, but he's also afraid of like accidentally doing something wrong and maybe offending people. So this show is a little bit shorter, but it's a good one. You'll enjoy these two parts, I'm sure. You'll hear Kimberly, Ava, Brandy, and myself, Stephen, on these two pre-recorded portions. So please enjoy our serious ridiculousness as we get into Valentine's Day. So, uh, what do you what do y'all think about Valentine's Day? You guys excited? Oh Jesus! Jesus! <laughs> wow! This I mean, Valentine's is what is happening right now. Valentine's Day is like you know where you really get to connect with your partner and show them the gifts and words of affirmation, all that kind of thing. It is a really positive holiday. Okay, I love it because I have to say that I'm totally I'm totally into these like acts of celebration. So, for example, celebrating Nancy, her dog, Reese, her dog. Oh, that's right. Yes, everything. Her dog got a cake. But I was thinking more about like example being um me and steve have like four anniversaries like not just one but steve is like no he can't stand it he's like it's just the wedding anniversary i'm like no it's not i can't no. keep up with them all right. it's, it's, it's like yeah yeah you upgrade you don't you don't like add on anniversaries yeah. you upgrade and you're like yeah. now this is the big one the other one you don't just be like we haven't we have 17 anniversaries. <laughs> the day that you met Kimberly is not important to you. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that's it important. is. And that's, that's that well, see, this is where it's confusing. <laughs> so first I, I met Kimberly. We'll say, we'll say it that way. That's the nice G rated way. Okay. First I yeah. met Kimberly. Okay. Then, then we get to, I'm going to forget some of these damn things. Then we get to the day that, we decided to make, basically make it a romantic relationship, you know, and, and so that was changing things. Okay. So, so like we met and started talking in February and then it was like in May is when we kind of said like, hey, let's, you know, okay, there's something going on here. It's romantic. And then I don't remember the third one, but the fourth one was we got married. <laughs> I don't even know what the third anniversary is. There's getting engaged. Was that an anniversary? It's, a, not an anniversary. it's actually Spanks Versary slash oh. getting engaged, mm. which is the same. Oh. Should be yeah. the easiest one for you. It's a two for one, and you can't even it remember is. it. <laughs> okay, so yes. Yeah, so so yeah, we got engaged. Yeah, that is a two for one. That's right. We, we we got engaged on that first day because it was matching up with that first day. That's right. So that's a, that's. A, oh, the day we got real married. That's what it was. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> real married. What about fake? That's married? what we got. Well, we had the we had the we had the 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 wedding. Okay, and so like Brandy, you were there, and mm. um, 
and but then we didn't have all the paperwork done and we had to get like uh, you know certain ids and things like that so we literally like legally got married a little bit late like i don't know a month later or several weeks later or something like that it we was exactly meeting. a month actually because i'm keeping yeah, up obviously yeah. with the anniversary yeah yeah so real man so anyway so whatever so the point so is that's, valentine's day so valentine's day fits in there is what i'm saying that's why i like it because i like the celebrate celebration of stuff especially yeah, and actually, like expressions of love yeah now for clarity we usually don't really celebrate so much on valentine's day because like the day we we like met started doing things and then the day i asked her to marry me that that day was like two days before after before right uh valentine after (laughs) you all just for everyone that's listening to know steven is looking at kimberly through the computer screen to confirm while he's talking (laughs) right right shake your head yes or no yeah right yeah um So we, we've sort of said like Valentine's day is going to be a busy day if you go out to a restaurant or something like that. So usually we'll end up going out on our day instead, you know, to kind of celebrate, but we, so we of, do celebrate all that's yeah. a three fur because we celebrate Ooh. all of those in one day. Oh. Well, because okay, but, you can't remember them all. But let <laughs> right. me, I, I have an idea. Let's change the subject and not talk about Stephen can't remember this. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about Valentine's day. Okay. Is awesome. We all agree on that. Right. No, I don't. I do not prefer Valentine's what, what, Day. What? What? Really? Some people don't like Valentine's Day. What is wrong and broken about you, Brandy? <laughs> well, there's a lot, so we don't have enough time to unpack all that tonight. Um, but really, I. It just seems like it puts an unrealistic amount of pressure on someone to go out of their way to make you feel special or to show to you what you mean to them and. I don't get a lot from gift giving first off. Second, I don't like chocolate. So that takes out that whole oh candy God. category. I know it's real sad for everyone on Valentine's Day. That wants to be <laughs> so it's like, really, I feel like I'm making it easy for them. And, and I'll tell them like this year, the person I'm dating, I'm like, you know, if you just come across a nice card and you read it and it sounds like, you know, something you would like to give to me, then that is, that would be literally more than enough for Valentine's Day. Um, yeah, I just don't see why we choose one day to show our love and appreciation for someone when you can do it every day of the year, just a little bit at a time. It, it I don't get it. What's well, three against one? So you're that's great. Bring it on. Excuse me. What? Oh no. no. Okay, you my don't turn. Like Valentine's my turn? either. Okay, so like I um, first of all, to add on to what Brandy said. I would extend your logic to any holiday for any, any holiday that exists out there. Like, why do I need to pay attention to this one particular thing on this one particular day? I should be able to express my love to you throughout the entire year as I should. Same thing with Valentine's Day. I should be able to give thanks and gratitude any day of the year, not just this particular holiday. You know, like literally any holiday, it applies to all of them. Like, why do we have to do it this one particular day? Um, so I, I am a little bit sad and sorry to say, Kimberly, I'm the exact opposite of you. I'm like anti-holiday. <laughs> Except I don't like Christmas. I don't like Christmas Wow. Okay. But so, so like Valentine's Day specifically though, like I agree about this, like there's, there's this obligation to do stuff if you're not single. Right. And I, I, I like, say, Hey, what'd you and yours do for Valentine's Day? I'm like, nothing. Leave me alone. Do, exactly. 
<laughs> that applies to other days too, y'all. But, but okay, uh, I have had enough shitty Valentine's days with enough shitty exes over the years that I am just over it. So over it. Like if I love you, I'm going to do something special for you when I feel moved to do something special for you. Not because the calendar tells me, oh, you're supposed to do it this day, right. especially because everybody goes out on Valentine's day and roses are more expensive and restaurants have all these reservations and it's super busy. And it's like going out on St. Patrick's day or Cinco de Mayo when everybody else is going out and everybody's drunk driving. Like, no, I don't want to be out with all the crowds. Like let's stay in, in PJs and watch Netflix on the couch. Or maybe no PJs, maybe lingerie, maybe naked. I don't know. Uh, holding like, hands for physical touch. Yes. <laughs> and we can do that. Giving blowjobs. <laughs> yes. We can do that every weekend or or every every night if we wanted to. It doesn't have to be on Valentine's Day. Who cares? Who cares that it's Valentine's Day? You just they just want you to spend more money and yeah. and be consumers buying candies and chocolates and cards and flowers and all the things. And like to be fair, I really like flowers. Like if, if my partner happens to be listening to this and is like, oh, it really likes flowers. It like I would so love if he would give me flowers. However, it doesn't need flowers. to be a Valentine's what type of Day. What, I'm missing. what type of flowers? Oh, dahlias for the record. Okay, there for the record, girl. It's just way overblown. Like most holidays are overblown. Yeah. I'm like, you don't need a yeah. day to celebrate a thing. If you're if you're living your your most authentic truest life and your own well, core values, and you should be doing these things regularly because they're important to you. And also, coming, I mean, let's say we speak to people that are myself included in like a long distance relationship. If we don't get to be together on the exact day that they say you're supposed to celebrate love and appreciation and all that, it's like you know, just if you just celebrate them every day and do little things for them, then those things or those times that you miss out on because you can't be together don't become such a downer either yeah um so like what yeah. about new year's eve like were you guys together on new year's eve yeah. did you kiss at midnight no oh my gosh you failed at new year's eve right 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 oh, yeah mm-hmm. yep. i don't feel passionately about this topic at all now no. what about people though who who like to sort of have like have an event so it's like oh it was valentine's day we're gonna go out we're gonna do this big thing i mean sure do you, boo? That's great. Or you yeah. could do that on your anniversary, or you could do that any other day of the year. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Kimberly is like, let's do it for all of them. All of them. My face is like, Kimberly, so happy why do you right think now? you put so much importance on celebrating days like that? I why just like think? the specialness of it. It just adds then... in something different to like an everyday week. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. No, no, no. It, she oh. likes to feel special. Oh, you're, you're, you're right. That's it. So Kimberly, you started to say that, you know, but that's what it is. I mean, you like the, anything that is, and, and this is kind of human nature thing. Okay. But anytime there's like, oh, there's like time and attention and we're going to do the special thing. And it's going to be about you, you know, you and me, but you mainly you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know Kimberly's like, yes, you know, but, but okay. But wait a minute. Like, doesn't that just link back to our conversation just now about love languages? Like, don't we all just want to feel special and just want yep. to feel loved and mm-hmm. want to be seen and appreciated and validated? Yeah. Like, we all just want to feel special. You don't need a holiday for that. You need love languages. Right. Oh, there you go. look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, are you open to the idea of taking the quiz in between now and next episode or no? Oh, okay, sure. Oh, yes, and then so reporting right. back to us your this results. It's going to be like held against me. Like, you, you are acts of service too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, uh, a couple of things. So Kimberly and I talked about this, right? And we, we, I was going to try to instigate 
this this verbal fist fight okay but at the same time i told kimberly i was like man we're gonna lose this thing okay because kimberly <laughs> and i basically are like like we, we both agree with this it's sort of like if you're with somebody it's it's more like yeah valentine's day cool and if you're not with somebody then it can be like this thing of like well everybody else is out there doing this thing and you're left out you know so it's it's we're really i'm gonna say not that passionate about yes it's valentine's day okay but i think you all are more passionate on the like i i'm gonna use the word hate i hate valentine's mm -hmm. day you know so we we knew we were gonna do the fight anyway even though we knew we were gonna get two black eyes um, but I did think about like, what is the point, you know? Okay. So with, with talking about this, some people, cause it Valentine's day feels like it's one of those loaded questions, you know, how do you feel about it? Everybody's got their opinion, you know, and usually people feel pretty strongly about it. Um, even Kimberly, who's like, I love Valentine's day, you know, and she, she's feels strongly about it. I, I would offer this. Okay. So Valentine's day is coming up. Okay. Anybody has the freedom to just ignore it. Like you do, like I agree with you all, you know, you don't need to do anything. So just ignore it. Okay. That, but that can also be hard for some people to do. Like, you know, you want to ignore it, but you're by yourself and you're, you know, stuck at home or whatever like that. And that could weigh on people and there could just be stress and you can have the negative self-talk mm -hmm. and all that. Okay. So I would say if that kind of thing is going on, it's like, maybe you can try to do a distraction. And, you know, and getting together with friends is a great way to do it. Just any, you know, going to a movie where you're watching the movie and you just get through the night if you need to do it, but, you know, just do a distraction. So if you can ignore it, great. If you can't do a distraction, but friends, friends are great, you know, do something that fits with your partner. If you, or wait yeah, till like the next day and everything's 50% off, go buy some cheap flowers and chocolate. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, I was going to say, like, sometimes it can be hard for people to ignore it. Like, if you're single mm -hmm. on Valentine's Day and, and you're not happy about it, you literally, like, you can't be on social media and not be reminded that mm -hmm. it's Valentine's Day. You can't walk through the grocery store and not be reminded that it's not mm -hmm. that it's Valentine's Day. You can't show up at work the next day and not have somebody ask you, what did you do for Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it can be really hard to ignore it. So I, I like your suggestion, Stephen, about distraction mm -hmm. um, and, like, going out with friends. Like, you could make it a singles night. Invite all of your singles friends out, mm -hmm. like, or over to your place for happy hour or whatever, right? Um, or shoot, I had another thought in there and I think I totally lost it. Oh, reframing it. We talked about reframing over That's the holidays. Yeah. Um, what is it that, that the mark, the mark doesn't do something for Valentine's day for couples. They do it for singles, like a singles, like a uh, speed dating type thing or something normally. Mm -hmm. don't they? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember. They're not doing it this year because of the pandemic, but yeah. like the, the kinky club that we all belong to locally here in Nashville, like they do like a, a single speed dating event for their mm -hmm. like Valentine's day event. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a romantic holidays per se. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, and reframing is one of the things I was going to kind of add on next, but it kind of goes together with like gauging your partner's feelings about it, you know, so don't, don't push them into doing something, you know, if, if they don't want to go out or whatever, I would not recommend pushing it, but I would recommend reframe it, you know, like if you really want to go out and the other person doesn't, you know, or if you want to acknowledge the holiday, the other person doesn't, the middle ground is probably reframing it. So if you can figure out what they do like to do or something like that, you know, and maybe you make fun of the holiday or something like that, but at least mm. you're like celebrating together, you know, against the world, like that's awesome, you know? So just reframe, you know, distraction, reframe. Um, and then the last bit of advice is from Dan Savage, who's, you know, does sex and relationship advice he i've heard him say this for years and years he's like don't go eat a heavy meal 
you know, people go out to eat this big heavy meal and they just make this whole evening, right? And they come home and then nobody's having sex, you know, because they've had this huge meal. So he's like, fuck first, then go out and eat. Yes. Okay. So I, I want to add that, you know, like that, that, that actually, you know, makes, makes some sense. He's like, you, you know, do that first, you know, before you have this whole meal, then it's brandy. It reminds me of your thing about like, go see the movie first and then go out to dinner afterwards. And you can like talk about it, you know, same right. Mm-hmm. Or replace the movie with sex. That's fine too. Yeah. That's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will say, I will say one other thing that I wanted to add, like I felt the first couple of years dating my current partner, um, he, he's married, he has a spouse, um, this person that has been super, super close in his life for an extra, extra long time. Right. And for them, um, my, for, for my partner's partner, my metamor, she is definitely words of affirmation person. And she loves celebrating holidays. She loves celebrating their anniversary and Valentine's Day and all the things. So like they have this thing that they they always do something for Valentine's Day. Like there's always a heartfelt card. Sometimes there's a gift. There's usually going out to dinner, yada, yada, yada. And then here I come along. I'm like, none of these things are important to me, but I feel pressure to do them because my partner's mm-hmm. doing them for this other person in his life. So I feel like I'm supposed to match that, but it doesn't match me. Like it, it just, it mm-hmm. doesn't. And like we try doing like the card thing and like the date thing for the first couple of years. And I'm like, honestly, I don't need these things. I'm happy to give them to you. If they mean something to you, that's great. But I don't need you to give me a card every year for Valentine's day. Like I, what mm-hmm. am I going to keep I'm going to put it up on my wall and keep it there forevermore for every card that you like get me. Post-it notes. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it doesn't mean that much to me. Yeah. And so like, if you're, if you're in a relationship like that, like if you're in a poly relationship and it means something to your partner's partner, that doesn't mean that it has to mean something to you. That's fair. Yeah. Good point. So we received an email from Latin triple X 66 and he, which we appreciate very much for him writing in. Uh, and he asked, I am very new to the kink scene, maybe a month new. When you refer to the terms play or scene, what does that exactly mean? As a newbie, I have questions about etiquette, like what is okay and what is not okay. And are hookups acceptable? I struggle with reaching out to others on the website FetLife. I'm afraid I'm going to offend people. As a male, I'm hypersensitive about approaching females for fear of coming off as a jerk. I'm also like Brandy. I think that she mentioned this on a recent podcast that I am not sure when people are flirting with me. How do I handle being told no, that they don't want to play? Or how do I say no? Keep up the great work. So let's just treat that as like one question. I don't know how that's one question. That's a whole entire like it multi-layered is. question that could it be is. like two episodes or more. <laughs> However, uh, my like advice is for him to come to one of the welcome series class that is online. Ooh, <laughs> that- good plug, <laughs> Hey, so let me let me say something and ask him. Okay, so I feel like when he wrote all this, like these are this is a really good um, typical set of questions that somebody who is new to, to the scene, to the BDSM kink scene that, that they're going to be asking. Okay. So I thought this is great. You know, we can, it's not one question, but it's like, it's a, be a good thing to sort of treat, you know, and it's a, um, and we can put links, can't we, in the show notes for the podcast that will link to um, the welcome series that you're talking about. Correct, Kimberly? Correct. 
Okay. So we will plan on doing that. So anybody who's interested in knowing more, we'll try to give you all additional resources uh, by connecting you to like the welcome series, which is for the mark, which is our kinky BDSM community center in Nashville. So we'll put those in the show notes. And so you can correct me if I'm wrong, Brandy, but I think a lot of his questions I cover in the welcome to play class specifically, maybe more so than the first two welcome series. Yeah, a lot of his uh, the answers in terms of our community would be answered in the Welcome to Ready, Set, Play class, which is the third Wednesday of every month. Um, and it's seven, virtual. Currently. From seven to nine virtual, yeah. And you can, we'll add a link for everyone so, that wants to access So that. I did write Latin triple X 66. I wrote him back. Uh, we, okay. we chatted a little bit. Okay. I answered his questions about what is play in a scene, but I did it kind of in a funny way because it was like the way we use that is not like there's, there's not like a strict definition. We use it almost as like slang. So the way I kind of answered that was like, you know, if you're, if you meet somebody, whether it's on a date or whatever, or, you know, or at the club or something like that, and you're interested in doing something with them sexually, and you start to have those conversations, you decide, yeah, let's go, let's go do it. The play and the scene is really the same kind of thing. So if we're at the club, it might be like you meet somebody, you talk to them and you decide, yes, we would like to do something. And then you would go negotiate kind of like what you want to do that you would talk about. What are you interested in doing? So my example might be like, yes, I think I said Brandy. I think I was using you. I was like, well, Brandy might say like, well, yes, I'm okay if you spank me. And, you, and I might say like, yeah, and I'm not ready to have sex. You know, like you're sort of creating those sort of like, what are we going to do? What are we not going to do? But when you have that conversation and you could have the same conversation over coffee or anything, then it's like when you're actually going to go do it, uh, that's what we would say is like the play of the scene. So if you're at the club, player scene might happen like, hey, it's 10 o'clock. Let's go over there and go go do our thing. If you're on a coffee date, you might decide like, you know, hey, let's get together next next Saturday and, you know, let's have dinner. And then after dinner, then let's go back and let's kind of do our our play or our scene in the bedroom, you know, so it could be used in different, but it's really, it's just like a sex scene or it is play is a great word because that's what it really is. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's sex, but it's, it's play. Mm-hmm. So, um, but the, the, so him being new, I think this is what I really would like to address for him. Okay. So he says like, I'm new. He's not sure what is okay and what is not okay. So ultimately He's also saying like, you know, are hookups acceptable? Um, but that I'm going to let's t- let's hold that question off because I don't think it's just hookups, but it's like, how do you have the conversation to negotiate and figure out what is OK and what is not OK? Because he's tr- he's very good about trying to be sensitive. He doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. He doesn't want to step on people's toes. Brandy, I remember when you first came out, you were you were very aware, too, of like, I don't want to say the wrong thing and make a bad impression you know, or getting mm-hmm. bad reputation. And so I can tell he's got the same thing going on. So it's really like, how do you, the way I'm going to kind of rephrase his question is like, how do I start talking to some person either online on FetLife, you know, on a dating app, something like that, but also in person, how do I start the conversation? And then that lead into either getting a date or starting some kind of play, that kind of thing. How does that conversation and that topic, how do you lead into the negotiation of what types of play you, you might do? So I would say first, like you just need to go into a situation and make it like a low pressure 
um, situation. Like it, when I was new and was going to our local um, club, the Mark, I went into it with like no expectations. I had like, you know, um, ideas of what I wanted to do, but that that's very different than expectations. So if anything, you can say, I just want to go and experience the community, see if it's it's some somewhere where I fit in and I feel like I belong. And then things will just naturally progress from there. But if you go in like too hard and too strong, way like first time you're there, you are going to, you know, set yourself up for potentially coming off a little aggressive. Um, and what we call in the kink world is frenzying, which is, it can, you know, you lead to some unsafe practices and just not a clear mindset when you go into it. So if you just come in with like low expectations and low pressure, then I think that you'll naturally find your way from there. I agree with that, Brandy. And I think like really the key part of this is coming in like not specifically looking for a play partner or a date or a relationship, but coming in to just meet people and you know, hang out with people and have fun. And then, then naturally you're not really, you know, um, pressuring people and you're not having those high expectations of I'm going to meet somebody right off the bat and do all the kinky things with them. Mm -hmm. Um, because like you're saying, like it, it comes off a little strong when someone comes right in the door and is like ready to, you know, talk to every person in the room with the intention of getting in their yeah. pants not like with the intention eager, of like, if you will yeah yeah not with the intention of like oh I'm just gonna get to know people and hang out for a while mm -hmm. I would also relate this back to what we refer to as like the vanilla world like if you're going on a first date with somebody and you have an agenda if you're like man I'm really hoping that I get laid tonight like that's pretty frowned upon right like no one's really interested in folks that have like an, an ulterior agenda, right? And I feel like that kind of relates back to this of like, there's nothing wrong with like, hoping that I get to do these things and go on, on these adventures, right? But if you go into it with this like expectation of like, if I don't have this, the night was not a success. That's mm -hmm. not, that's not going to set you up for success, because you're going right. to come off as someone that has an ulterior agenda. And people are, one, not going to find it very attractive for the most part. And two, that might even like lead to people feeling unsafe about the idea of exploring that with you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Brandy, you said something and I hadn't ever thought about it this way, but I, I think it's really good. Okay. First, let me say my recommendation often, okay, is for people coming in is like, don't, yeah, like every you say, don't have an agenda, you know, just come out, just meet people, see what everything is like, you know, and then it just, just do that. Don't have an agenda. And then later you're going to start seeing people that you've, that you've, talked with before or, you know, stuff like that and things will start to happen. Okay. But Brandy, I liked, you brought up frenzy. And so I think that is a great summary of like, that is the fifth horseman. Okay. So what is frenzy? So frenzy is like you, you, you know, people come out and they're brand new for our scene or whatever, and they are ready to do some stuff and they're ready to do everything all at once tonight. I am ready. Right. And there's, that happens with all of us. Like we've all gone mm -hmm. through that in some place because yeah. we've all been excited, you know, to kind of come out and go do things. And so you have that excitement. So what I want to suggest is like, be aware that you have that inside and it's probably good to keep it in check somewhat. 
Okay. Um, and so I think Randy, you use the word aggressive, you might come off of aggressive. What that means is like, you're just too excited, you know, about the thing. Mm -hmm. And, and therefore you're, um, not intent, but your enthusiasm to f meet people and have scenes and have sex that, uh, it, it's, it's a little too high compared to what everybody else is. Right. So, so you need to kind of match the same level that everybody else is. But the other thing, Ava, that I really like that you said, okay, is like, you're talking about in a vanilla, vanilla scene or whatever, but I think this applies everywhere. Okay. Is like, I know for me, I don't want people just to use me for sex. I want them to treat me like a person, you know? And so if like Kimberly just wants to this come. This is news to me, Steve. I know. I'm I know, but, but listen to me a second. Okay. But whether you're male, female, whatever, okay. It's like in the end, like, um, we like to be liked as valued as people. Okay. And so if you just meet somebody and they just want to come up and like, fuck you, and they don't care about you as a person, um, men, we may not be used to this as much. It might be like a novelty. And so it might be like, well, cool. Right. But after the, the, whatever the 20th time you, you can be like, well, I'm tired of just being a penis. Like I want to be a person. Okay. <laughs> So the point there is in the vanilla world, but at, just in general, it's like we want to be liked as people. So when you're connecting, when you're on that date for the first time, don't just think like, I'm going to go get laid. It's like, be there for the person that you're kind of hanging out with and see if you like them and ask questions to see if you like them and take the time to get to know them. If you're doing, if you're, if that part there goes well, that, and you like them as a person and they like you and everybody's feeling that vibe then there's much more chance of something happening spontaneously, just like Ava, just, I just accidentally had a threesome. It wasn't planned <laughs> on. It just happened by accident because nobody was pushing it. You know, like this, there's much more chance of something happening in that environment when you're really not focused on like, I need to go get laid. I need to make this happen. What can I do to kind of force it? And so the, the, you don't want to force things. And then Brandy, just like you're saying the, uh, I can't think of the word, um, frenzy. the frenzy. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff to kind of avoid. So that's why I think we end up saying like, just come out, hang out, you know, don't force things, explore, be inquisitive about the other, other people and the other person that you meet. Um, if you just do that stuff, that is going to, I feel like that's going to set you up for success because you're paying attention to the other people as people, the sex part sort of comes later. You know, and when, when you have a bond, because we actually like each other for stuff, then that's when, this is where I want to tell Latin triple X 66. Like that's when people are going to be approaching you and being like, you haven't played with anybody yet. We should change that. We should go play right now. And like that stuff will happen. And it's like just being patient and having the time to just, you know, meet people as friends and not put any pressure on them, you know? And that's one of the things I really liked about his his email as you can tell like you know i'm a male i'm hypersensitive about approaching females for fear of coming off as a jerk he's a very caring person you know like he's got the right mindset of like i want to treat people well and i can tell like that's gonna pay off in the long run mm -hmm. like, that is the right kind of attitude um versus you know just to show off i'm gonna come in here and try to make things happen so anyway that's that was my thought you have do you have anything else you want to add or challenge me or offer yeah, I was add that, 
you know, I we say we talk about frenzy and coming in and just kind of being cool and chill about it. But I also want to acknowledge that I completely understand that that is not always easy. Like you have all these maybe kinks you want to explore and then you're there and you're watching people and then you get super horny and you're like, I just want to do something with someone. You know, I get it. Um, but in the long run, it's like Stephen and I've and everyone else has said, it's going to do you better to just play it cool and try to find your, your place in the community. Yeah. But I just want to acknowledge that it's not always easy. And it sucks right now because of COVID you can't meet people in person, you know, so you can't have that community. You really can't have that community experience very well. True. I know we, we have discord and we've got some other things like that to try to help with that. You know, fat, fat life is good. Um, the only other thing I would want to add is like, if he's on fat life or anybody who's on fat life or any dating app and they're trying to do the same thing, um, I think we would give the same advice. Do you all agree? Like you're on a dating app. So you start chatting with somebody. It's like, don't push it, but try to, when things are going okay, ask them out for coffee or, or something else. Is that what you would suggest? Or how I do you make that? that. Um, huh? I, I agree with that in response to this person's question based on what it sounds like they're, they're looking for. But like, let's also address the fact that like, there are people out there that really are just looking to get laid. Right. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. Like if you find right. another person you're attracted to that's attracted to you that is also just interested in getting laid, like that's the magic of dating apps is if you both say that and you know what you're looking for, like that's right. totally fine. Right? That's, that's real. Right. But be authentic about what it is that you're looking for so that you right. can be matched with the right person. Because the last thing that any of us wants is if you're just looking to get laid and you're go going along, like trying to make a connection with someone to earn their trust and hope that they're interested in the same thing. Like that's not authentic right and that's that's exactly what we're going for that's what this this yeah. podcast is all about right like authenticity to get the things that you want um so just acknowledging that like just whatever it is that you're looking for just make sure that you're going about it in an authentic way um and that might look differently if it's literally just a lay as compared to i think what latin triple x 66 is really looking for yeah that's all. right like don't tell people what you think they want to hear yes correct yeah yeah, yeah. own it yeah yeah. And I like your suggestion about the apps, you know, find what is the best app. If you just want to go out there and just have a, a random hookup, what is the best yeah, app? No. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like find the appropriate app. Brandy, you did some of this stuff. What, what are the best apps for just a hookup? Tinder for sure. Just cause it's Tinder. known as the hookup app. Hinge can be okay. Okay, Cupid's becoming more hookup based when it was used to be more relationship based. I feel like, but Tinder is still like your go to for hookups. And Grinder, if you're in the gay scene, right? I've not been on Grinder. I was going to say you just mentioned all these things. You just totally forgot that. I did. <laughs> I've not been on Grinder. So yeah. What was the girl Grinder? <laughs> Wasn't there one? Yeah, it, yeah, Brandy, you did find one. Girl, you found a girl grinder one. Yeah. I you don't did. remember. You're I don't so, remember. You're so not a <laughs> I've been on so I, many apps, y'all. <laughs> I would say one that's really good for like the kink community is the hashtag open app. It's a little bit smaller because it hasn't been around as long. Uh, but it's it's customized really, really great for people that are looking for some kind of like kink or BDSM specific type interaction. Ooh, what's it called? I need a hashtag open. I did not need to know this. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Hope you enjoyed both of those sections. 
Next week, we'll get back to our normal thing. And uh, Ava's going to walk us through Gary Chapman's book about the five love languages. Uh, this happens to be one of those things that a- Ava, Brandy, and Kimberly really like. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about them. So I'm going to do a lot of listening, see what all Ava kind of shares and teaches us, uh, you know, what I learned, and then we'll see how I feel about things afterwards. Um, and that's, that's going to be on next week's show. Please check us out at ethicalseduction.com. We also have a button on there that if you would like to leave us a voicemail, just click on it and it'll take you right to a uh, anchor is the site that ends up doing it, but they'll, they'll record and leave us a voicemail. And so we can use that voicemail on the show. So if you're would like to do that, we would love to have something like that from you. If you would rather send us an email, you can also go to the website and just under contact, you can write me um, at Steven at ethical seduction.com. Love to get feedback from, from anybody that way. And we would love to address more questions that people have. Uh, You can also subscribe to our episodes for the podcast if you like that and ratings and reviews on Apple that helps us out a lot. So if you feel like writing something, we would appreciate that a lot. So thank you. Hope you enjoyed the show and we will talk again next week.